0: Hello, and welcome back to Blackbird Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of CW's 4400. This episode is the third of the first season, That LaDonna Life, written by Kristen Sabir, directed by Sheelin Choksi. I really enjoyed this episode. I gave it an 8.9 out of 10. I like the budding relationships between the characters. I think they are the highlight of the show. We dialed it back a little bit on our woke movement type of platform. They're making the characters go through instead of organically having that unfold once we get there. So overall, a good step forward after a a bit of a step back from the previous week. Let's go ahead and jump into the recap. LaDonna is fangirling over the fact that everyone... Well, a few people. Mildred has powers. And they just did the thing at Belle Isle. She thinks she's the Kardashian of it all. What's a reality TV? Hayden, what's a TV?
1: Ooh,
0: child. Things are gonna get easier. Keisha, you know you can um, go ahead and get this boy a tablet. Let him ball yours. Stop playing games. <laughs> that should be remedied ASAP. You don't know what a TV is? Oh my god, let me blow your mind. Seriously, what time frame is he from? And I have a lot of questions. I did laugh at LaDonna breaking the fourth wall a bit, pointing out everyone's role. Shanice is the rebel that can temper Rev's power. Whatever may come from that. Hayden and Mildred are the will they, won't they? Will they or won't they what? Don't worry about it. And she's the star, except she's not famous anymore shanice is happy to see mariah in her room and we find out that hayden let her in is that why he had to stay it seems to be going really good until shanice's power kicks in and she did not like seeing bridget say that she loves her daughter and her daughter called her mama and i must say what are you doing ma'am in the scene you just witnessed superpowers in the group so you having one is not unexpected but why would you lie and then not seem to find words when you so earnestly want to vindicate yourself which makes me feel it's rather contrived drama for drama's sake that always irks me in television shows on the cw because you want to have this conversation a little later i know that's part and parcel of the package but it doesn't mean i have to always like it any other mother would have been like yeah let me sit down let me explain what happened especially after you knew that was something she was holding for 16 years okay at least i got something i asked for which is more attention being brought to the essential hostages and police presence i I really don't feel like i asked for that much so it's nice to see again i'm believing some of the pandemic had to do with this but as i stated (laughs) with that um that leeway is that has nothing to do with the right people being dressed for the role that they're trying to to highlight lagana just casually mentions to Shanice and Andre while they're watching the protesters that Hayden has the power to see into the future. And Shanice's daughter is a badass, just like her mama. And girl, that is not the first time she snuck in at dawn. (laughs) Not something a parent wants to hear. Maybe I was harsh on Andre last week. Maybe he ain't a creep. Because this whole entire episode, I was like, that's how a preacher chaplain should be. Um and it's just he reminds me more of my great 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 granddad with that hollaboo. What the hell did he just say? He uses words from a language in which I've never heard. And maybe that's why. Like always got that creepy uncle or grand that's that old ass family member showing up around Thanksgiving. And you always kind of sneak around and she's like, I don't know who the fuck that is, but he kinda gives me a vibe using terminology I don't recognize Ladana was uh, spitting facts though about how being in the spotlight is better than in the shadows and that the press angle is what the government is trying to go for to have control of the situation but they also could have some control of the situation which she utilizes very much later even though she tried to play the government's game. I understand because she was the only one that was like, oh, it's not so bad. But everyone else was clearly saying, no, this is bad because I don't want to be here. Since she's on a first-name basis with Steve, the security guard, and used to film her own reality show, she's knowledgeable. But Andre wonders if someone captured how she was taken. She said it's a blur because she showed up to set like, bitch, I'm trying to get drunk. Drunk. Drop, drop. her parents whole situation is sad i don't know what's going on with her dad but her mama is a piece of shit As we see in the flashback that she's a show mom well apparently she had her own show and wants to continue living in the spotlight and it's pretending that she's giving her daughter her own show so she can express her own i don't know what the fuck's go- actually by the end of this i think that she is the ex real housewife or whatever and this is how some black people are trying to be like the Kardashians by throwing hood drama to the masses. And she wanted her daughter to be successful under the same type. She felt her daughter should follow in her footsteps around her brand. Except it's not really about her daughter's brand. It's about her. Um, she's very much in control of the choices that she makes her body and image ladana wanted to go back to school for computer science but her mother says you need to get your priorities together and it's your face just because you slobbed on a knob to success doesn't mean your child should be doing the exact same thing when she has a brain to do better than you but because you don't have that brain and you don't want her to actually be successful you want to hold her down by Making her as hooded. She kind of reminds me of my mama a little bit. Not even gonna lie. Presently, she has plans to take over the press event. This cop dude. That's uh just around. I don't know what his name is. I keep calling him Officer Douche. Like we saw one of the government people go by and didn't say shit. Didn't care. Just casually walked around. He's like, no watering in the hallway. Get to breakfast. It's so comically racist. It's rather silly. Jarrell is playing the game left by his missing brother Manny, while tech expert Soraya doesn't have any clues yet to what is up with the 4400 or what happened the previous night. But is happy to see Keisha, and we are both befuddled, Keisha and myself, on why she got a crush on her oh there's a board meeting well it's about the press jessica updates everyone on the roles during the press event others are tasked with making it look like they haven't been holding people prisoners like let show how you uh how you locked up the snacks jarell and Keisha are upset they must have ambassadors to be the face of the 4400 with jarell still upset well they have to find not two i thought they had to find two no they had to only find one that their families haven't been notified and y'all so concerned about what the mayor's office feels your priorities are backwards carla is Jarrell's ex-girlfriend and he wastes no time updating her on how manny is kind of sort of there in the 4400 expecting any other reaction to that drawing (laughs) like what was that about than the one that he was given i don't like her at all jessica comes by everyone's got the same response you don't know the pressure I'm under. You don't know my bosses and what my bosses trying to do. We don't know shit because all of it is implied and we never see it, so it doesn't come off authentic. But she just wanted to play the villain to Darrell, saying if you need this job as much as you say you do, then you're gonna choose to be a puppet instead of an advocate and play ball. Work, 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 work,
1: work, work. You me work, 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 you see me do me that
0: Millie told Noah that he has a birthday party tomorrow and now they're planning on throwing him a party. He doesn't like birthdays, and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to take for the line from the lines, uh, that he's 91 and was in jail. What the fuck? They interview a few ambassadors or possible ambassadors, with Claudette being like, You want me to work for free? A black woman? That you hold in prison? That's comical. Andre checks on Noah, who isn't cool with doctors as they haven't been very supportive humans to him. Andre knows he's not himself, and he asks if he can do anything, he gives him him a medication or the name of a medication he needs for his transition. This fascinates and educates Andre, because from his time, he didn't know what transgender meant. And I'm glad that we were able to see Noah educate him in very basic terms confirming he is not an axe murderer yet LaDonna is trying to get that media spot as it is her skill set they spot Rev holding a prayer circle which Claudette thinks maybe be the beginnings of a cult he asked Claudette for her help throwing a birthday party for Hayden and my response was do I look like I got kids? <laughs> it was the way in which he asked like hey I'm throwing a birthday party Can you assist me with that instead of making all these inferences of why she would be qualified to throw a birthday party i didn't mean to offend and even ladonna is like but you did later that night Shanice goes to the guru aka the doc both mental and physically will get you right he is upset that noah is in a tough spot and not getting the medicine that he needs he's also been hurt and thinks we need to get the fuck up out of this place our abilities emerging ones they could be dangerous if they find out she shares her ability to look in people's memories i'm sure we explore this a lot more and her reaction when she uh spoke to her daughter but he assures her she's only human and next time just be honest keisha should never (laughs) ask she needs to do anything and expect her not to quote the law like girl why did you ask mariah and dad talk about the fact that she went to see her mother sneaking out and not asking permission to do so you weren't gonna take me so i took the initiative and while he is upset he quickly gets over it as uh he wants to know how it went and she says look i'm equally confused i have a mama she's nice I don't know what to think. Can I just read the letter <laughs> that she left? Cause that would help a lot. And I can't blame uh, Mariah. And I'm glad that. That's why I was kind of like, why did they make Shanice not be reasonable, just for drama's sake? That woman raised you. Of course, she's gonna think of you as her mother. Has nothing to do with you. Just dis- like I-, I get the her personal feelings of resentment, and she can express that with her ex but the baby was the baby andre meets with jarrell later that uh next morning wanting to get more comprehensive medical knowledge and uh, contemporary ones as well as he was asked a medication he didn't even know he sees the 4400 at least the ones in this building as his patients and he plans to give them the proper care and he also gives him the paper he also wants him to procure the medicine that noah needs Ladonna approaches keisha and tells her you ain't got nobody that's willing to do this you need me i'll sign an nda and in exchange she wants her phone back that's all i want she does see her phone and then it quickly disappears can she manifest it flashback once again to her premiere show did her mama just say she can't afford to get any darker? I have never been so angry in my life at a fictional character. Actually, I'm pretty sure I have. Woo, I wanna, I wanna draw some hands all because she was concerned with the safety on her own set she's like it's your job to be a butterfly not take care of the worker bees currently she discovers she can indeed manifest things what is up with that guard and claudette is she gonna need to kill this man why are your eyeballs on me sir always on me in resentment what did i do to you except exist why are you so racist Why do you work here? Why after the incident you weren't at least put on fucking I don't know, desk duty, what do you call this? (laughs) Usually if there's ever an incident you don't put the people around the same like no. And the fact that y'all motherfuckers got cameras around here and had the whole thing recorded makes me feel like Keisha ain't doing her job. Like you talking about you care about these people as much as Jarrell do. And I know, like, I can expect Jessica's ass to see it and be like, well, it happened. What are we going to do about it now? But for Keisha? To, and Saraya to even have this and not be like, oh, this ain't right. Let me go ahead and leak this. Or at least get it to the one person that was leaking shit. We all know his name is, uh, what did she call him? <laughs> Whoever LaDonna's trying to get with. He probably just saw it because he's doing maintenance work. <laughs> And i'm sorry the lobster really oh they must be getting having the time of their life because they're eating lobster andre tells claudette to let Ladonna work for the enemy she's smarter than you realize and she ain't got nothing else to do she a child she'll learn her lessons <laughs> and learn her lessons she did noah is taken away all under secret garden shit, just to get his medicine since now it'd be a hate crime if anyone found out this is Don't you slipping, no. Don't you. and the transgender community go fucking hard they knew they did not want that them that see into his face andre is upset because he thinks he betrayed him trying to help but Shanice knows they are doing their best in this limited amount of freedom that they have ladana also is doing her best to be the perfect hostess despite the fact that jorail goes awol being like He was so petty. Not only, she said, memorize it. Mesmerize. Memorize his speech and he pulled it out like, yeah, I'm not even pretending these are all my words. (laughs) And then he can't even go through with it. Jessica's like, he's fired now. Okay, that's totally what I wanted. Why are you bragging to me like that? Like I said, he was the bane of my existence. Black people only want to see other black people getting fired when they ain't doing shit. Not when they do (laughs) it. the right thing i don't know what the girlfriend what her deal was like oh you you fucked me over because of the mayor's gun that sounds like a you problem this is about me and my job right here i don't know how this would all be put on your face but apparently you work in a shitty environment and learned, need to learn to do better i really didn't like her at all uh jessica puts egg on Ladonna's face Using her for their calls without at least giving her supervised phone time to call her daddy. That was fucked up. Even Keisha's like, that's fucked up. All she wanted was this little girl. Especially after hearing, and you know that her mom really fobbed off her being missing for six years as her being in rehab.
1: Why don't you love me, Daddy?
0: I hope her mom is dead because I might kill her. What? She's a fictional character flashback shows she can't even have her godmother show up with it out it being for her mother's benefit she ain't hijacked her whole damn show. Tom, i'm doing it for you she goes outside to fix the fu- well that was later on Gerald is missing his brother apparently for some reason he still got an apartment what you've been paying on this apartment bruh because why is this apartment still got all his shit in here and how you can afford this Keisha shows up after Carla told her where he was even though she just seems like a bitch telling him he didn't help the 4400 it was more about him and there may be some truth in that but I also feel like he's been saying the same thing for the last three episodes without any cameras so maybe just maybe it's about them too and she says well you can't help them if you ain't there which that's a valid point point. and he's like well how the fuck did you get over your sister i went to work (laughs) she could have said you find something meaningful in which to continue you know to get your mind off of the person you can't help guard horrid or douchebag literally yanks this woman to her room to meet her family at least logan recognized it but i needed him to do a lot more like put hands on him like what the fuck are you doing dragging my ex in here like are oh, you lost your mind this is not a plot what the fuck <laughs> he saw the press piece and Shanice continues LaDonna shouldn't have done that Mariah reads the letter to her mom with Logan there still but hurt that she had left even though she explained to him what was up and she apologizes saying you know i'm sorry you had to live with that for 16 years i never meant for you to discover that letter i don't know why she didn't burn it though i will say that much why wouldn't we burn the fucking letter but i also can see a being a new mom having a moment and you toss them some, something somewhere she probably like why the fuck you go in my car oh i was missing because any other time you wouldn't be going through my shit." She admits it was a bad time but she hopes to be there if they will allow her or her daughter will allow her now and she ends up hugging her and this is where the LaDonna thing goes south and she gets egg in her face um actually this might have been afterwards Joel brings some books to andre stop writing notes at this point and uh we don't know what this mystery is with the brother manny because he's not among the forty-four hundred, but they find in his book some old coded writing from an old computer that Ladonna happens to know, since that was her her thing. And Andre validates that you know you're a smart, intelligent person, and that's what is valued here, not your skills to be a social butterfly. Soraya, being the stand that she is, wanted to show her her pilot episode since she never got to see it. But remembering that very terrible day and the fact that she went out to correct the cable situation and fell off the fucking balcony and no one even noticed and she would have died if she hadn't been scooped up in the green goo. That's fucked up. So now she's like, okay, I'll try to play it your way. I'm about to play it my way. And she sent the necessary video evidence to Mariah don't know how she got a number but she can do shit so i'm not even gonna stress on that to get the word out what i love is she straight up cut that shit with Shanice saying the penal code <laughs> and watching all of the people violate said penal code i'm like girl your editing skills are on point so she's with Andre gonna help him out Mariah is getting the word out I'm like damn Shanice you should have thought about this shit too but i guess it's your child so you didn't want to put that pressure on them when you're just trying to get to know him, but seriously, at least it's out. it's all I wanted. And then we have Hayden's birthday party. He's like, You guys have made it the better birthday party for me, better than I expected it to be. They put what they could together with toilet paper. They, they couldn't give this these people something to give a birthday fucking party. Jessica, what kind of shit are you running here? Keisha and Jarrell, y'all both need to do fucking better y'all woulda coulda went to the damn dollar store and got them $10 worth of some fucking plates a cake of some shit what the fuck some twinkies but alas LaDonna shows off her power cause she's able to make a flame no one's even batting an eye anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny it really is they're like oh that's your power cool cool and uh he blows out the candle to his lobster millie is so cute she made him a chess set made him a chess set because he was playing on piece of paper and uh he's giving her a hug and he can see into the future and knew that she was about to kiss him and he's like oh i really like birthday parties now my cloak and dagger are making it happen and i'm so down for it I think that's everything in the episode that we needed to discuss. Other than Jessica being put on ice after she was like... So, the mayor said we're not going to actually fire him. Because that probably looks really retaliatory. So, he gets to keep his job. And Jessica, for some reason, is like... Well, he fucked us over. He made my life. And he did the right thing. Just because there's protocol doesn't mean I'm not a person. and can feel the way that... I mean, if you was we we've been together for six months which that doesn't feel like it at all like i want you to be my partner is this a competition because if we're really partners you should know that i don't think it's okay either my job and how i feel is two different things he just having a hard time separating the two i don't think you should be unsympathetic to that unless you don't give a fuck which it kind of feels like you don't so i'm gonna sleep at my place tonight and uh there's more attention being brought to the 4400 if they will be released the thing is how are they all going to because having them in close proximity allows for like i I can see why they they want the premise here and i'm fine with them being at the hotel i just and and i want to see them out in the world but i also get that we have to get to know them and they need to vibe and gel with each other because once they do get out in the real world how are we going to contrive That they would be closer together? I find myself two minds about it. Enough of my feelings regarding the episode. We do indeed have some feedback. Let's hear what uh, Mimi has to say.
1: What up, Steena? It's Mimi. This is feedback for 4400, season one, episode three. Um, this is gonna be quick. I completely forgot I never sent it off, and I saw that you did not record yet, so I am gonna go ahead and get this sent to you. Um, I, I I enjoyed this episode. It seems like they're they're trying to do something completely different from the original 4400, um, the one that I I. I don't know if that's a comic or not, so I don't know if it uh, was something that they just created or if it was something they brought from a book or a movie or a previous movie or a previous comic book or whatever. So, I'm just trying to wait and see what happens. I do fear, though, that they're going to do too heavy in the blackness thing. Um, and I like, I, like I said before, like I'm all about uh, black people getting leads. I just I don't want the only reason they have so many black people in the in this show is because it's black related and I know black lives matter movement did some shit to these white writers I understand that but I'm gonna be very disappointed if this is the the area that it goes on the way the 4400 are being treated um, is very reminiscent of the way they treat any people of color when it's genocide related Um, Locking them up, uh, you know, taking away their human rights, not talking, not being able to to talk to their family, not giving them answers, like not knowing and just saying that would be fine. But the way the government is treating them is very wrong. And I understand that. But it doesn't have to be a race thing, because I feel like that's unfortunately going to alienate white people. And we all understand that white people are the majority in America. And they're the ones calling a shot. So if this show continues this trajectory, I do fear that it's going to be canceled. And I feel like being canceled from the CW is a very, very hard feat. So it would be pretty tragic. Um, So I'm just going to keep watching it and just see where it goes. But like I said, I feel like it is going that way, especially at the end of this episode. Um, So I guess I just I do want to start with... um, I don't understand why Shanice felt like she needed to lie to her daughter. Like, when she... Like, because she could have just said, I'm sorry, I misspoke. I did write the letter, but it's not the way that it was. Like, I hate when people say, well, it's not what you think, and then they pause for a long-ass time. Just say, I wrote that letter when I was in a bad place. I got help, and then I got better. Like, why couldn't you just say that? <laughs> I don't understand why it had to be this long, drawn-out thing. And then for you to hug her and see that, you know, the Bridget is... Saying I love you. I mean, you would want the woman that's caring for your daughter and your place to love her. Trust me, I get the white thing. I get it. But Logan is white. My assumption would be that he would be with a white woman. I, I guess that's just uh, an assumption you would make. In my case, though, Darren ain't never been with a white woman, so I feel like if I somehow, if he thought I left him and he was with a white woman, it was to be petty, because he's never in his life dated another a white woman ever he's dated hispanic women they've been puerto rican i think there was a couple of filipino women he did live in chicago in the inner city though so you know proximity and whatnot even though there were white you know there are white people in his area i'm just saying like in my case it'd be different but i get the feeling that shanice might have been the first time he stepped on the brown side just saying that um and i do have this like whoever was the writer of this show like if you're trying to have me believe that uh, Mariah believes Bridget is her mom like I, I understand that she knew her all of her life she didn't know Shanice that makes sense but why do you have her calling her Bridget if she'd have been like well of course mom is my mom but you know Shanice birthed me like that should have been the way it would have been worded because birth mother and adopted mother are different and the mother that you live with that you've known your whole life is going to be the person that mold you is going to be the person you love and that's something no one can expect her not to feel whether Shanice was kidnapped and Logan never knew he just decided to move on cuz it was better for him and his daughter either way Bridget is her mom because Bridget is the one that raised her it sucks that Shanice makes 16 years of her daughter's life but um the the one kid what was his name oh my god I keep wanting to call him Isaiah I don't know that is, but he just had his birthday and we found out that motherfucker's 91 like Jesus <laughs> and I I really need to know like where these people's um like time era is because I'm trying to figure out the the little white girl I can't remember her name either I don't know why I'm having trouble with names but I, I can't remember her name either but like I just think it's funny that he okay he can see in the future but if he's 91 he should know to stay clear away from that white girl so i think it's funny that they have the will they won't they, the cloak dagger type thing and i and i do feel like at some point their powers are gonna be like some type of conjoinness like it's gonna it is gonna be that cloak and dagger type thing i do feel that vibe from them um but i just think it's funny that they have him head over heels and smitten with this white girl knowing damn well from the era of his life that she would have got him murdered like hung up by a fucking tree and and if anybody isn't thinking that you don't know fucking American history um I guess the other thing is that black cop <laughs> she is such a fucking awful actress she gives me uh Danielle Panabaker vibes and it's fucking annoying and they keep giving her lines and emotional um like scenes that scene where she was with her girlfriend and she was like i think i'm gonna stay at my place that was the driest scene ever like they oh my god who picked her was her audition tape the bomb and she just got nervous i don't know but if she don't get better i'm really gonna tune out every time she's in the scene i might even fast forward and i feel like i might miss something i don't know um and uh la i i don't know why they have her looking like a valley girl but she was from 2015 that was a shocker um but it does explain like she did say phone but i guess she was saying that since the episode one so i guess i just wasn't paying attention because clearly there was no phones that people could just carry around in the 80s. Even Zach Morris phone was big as hell. (laughs) She had a little phone she was looking at. Her being a reality star though, that that was actually pretty funny. It explains her, um, how she's always, uh, appearance is so important to her. Her mama was a cunt though. Like that line was get away from the window. You can't afford to be no darker. Like bitch, your daughter is gorgeous and you're just jealous because you're not what a fucking asshole i can't stand fucking people that say that and you know what i don't i i can't speak for everybody but i know there was women in my family that was like that who for some reason thought that me being light skinned just automatically made me prettier than somebody else because they were dark skinned are you not looking at them like their skin complexion is brown or dark brown but their face is gorgeous like them being dark has nothing to do with how they look and that's something I don't think I, I I don't know that that there's even even if her mom was you know super sweet off camera or whatever we never saw that that line just let let me knew everything I needed to know about her and for her mom to say that line about you couldn't handle a show by yourself I'm I'm here because you wouldn't be you wouldn't it wouldn't make it without me they wouldn't have gave her a show if she didn't have some type of popular base like reality T V spin-offs are literally brought out because that one person is a popular character. So her mom was just clearly just jealous. Whatever. Um, I do like how we did see that um Madonna has a power. It's like I guess she can make project projection imaging. Um and then it looks like uh Shanice can see in the future but she hasn't touched someone. So I think that's different from her and that that boy, the one that had the birthday because he he seems to, he must, I think he just has a honed skill. Like, his skills are, he must have knew he had powers immediately for some reason. I don't know if it's because he's older. I'm not sure. But Shanice just now is seeing hers. And I guess, you know, it's probably brought on by some type of emotional connection, which makes sense. So, yeah, there's that. Um, I don't agree with what Ladonna did but i do understand what she was trying to accomplish but i do think it's silly for her to she should have got the phone first i personally would have been like i will do it but you need to give me my phone i want my hour my phone time right now or i'm not doing it and she's stupid to not get shit up front i <laughs> i've learned that i learned that when i was little with my siblings no I'm not doing nothing till you give me what you owe me you give it to me first and then I'll do it nope she or at least at least give me 30 minutes like you're not gonna just play me and she's silly as hell to to have believed anything look at what the government is making you do they're literally getting you on television to fucking blatantly lie that you everything you said was a fucking lie do you think they have any whim about lying to you she's so she's very naive and for her to be so smart that was pretty sad that she fell for the Okie doke like hard but I mean it taught her something and I think that it's a lesson that she needed and now she can you know get herself together and then my last note is that doctor he's so goofy looking I hope they don't make him and Shanice a thing because I feel like that's what they're trying to do and he's so I don't know he just he just no <laughs> he's like seems like a like a dorky cousin like I don't know <laughs> it's just not gonna work for me I do like his character though and um I like that they uh introduced trans the phrase transgender to him that was pretty cool so I don't know where they plan on going with this I, like I said from the beginning I'm not gonna go back into it I hope it's not going where I think it's going I hope it it focuses more on them and their powers and we get to see their what they were doing before you know, it, they were taken, you know, their history and stuff like that. I don't want to be focused on Black Lives Matter. I, I, I had enough of that in 2020. Um, I've had enough of that shit my whole life. When I watch TV, I don't want to be reminded about, you know, real life racism. I, I think it's relevant sometimes, but I don't want a whole show about it. So um, that's all I have. I will end it here. Um, until next time, love, peace, hair, grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the Couch, be me out
0: that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode yeah i didn't record yesterday my stomach's just been hurting me on and off all week so i thought well archer won't take me so long to record so i will go ahead and just double up and that's why we're doing two today um so some thoughts on your feedback i'm so with you on that last part and I think that's the part people don't get when they're writing. And strangely enough, though, the writer on this episode was black. Uh, I googled her because I was actually... <laughs> I was going and we kind of have the same brain sometimes. You know we do. Uh, I'm still laughing. Last week I was telling my friend, I was like, "I only Mimi would... I'd be thinking about a Negro spiritual and she would call it out as a Negro spiritual <laughs> as well. So... Yeah, I I was definitely looking like... Is these white writers being so... Like, they need to push their point? Because the thing about racism... Is you don't need to teach black people about it. We know! And if you have a a show where you have black characters... They can still... You can show being black without it not... Always leading to an oppressionist idea. You know? (laughs) It just doesn't need and we don't want to see it in tv all the time we live in it i don't want to i want to escape into fantasy i don't unless it's organically happening like that was the best thing about winter soldier in fact like you had things happening that were so organic that it was a commentary like that's my only issue with cw and any social issue if i'm being honest they fucking suck at all of them whether it's the flash okay i didn't watch anything besides the flash or charmed actually charmed did a really good job it was a lot more subtle uh with the fact that they had women that were women of color you brought in the things that made them of color but you didn't need to always go the negative route and that's where they choose to go like there's just no reason why this douche cop is acting this way there's too many fucking cameras in this building for this cop to be acting this way. And unless they in the fucking South, they don't have the president for it. <laughs> Most racist people are rather quiet unless they're showing up to a racist rally. Otherwise, they're not this so vocal and they eyeballs everywhere. No! This, I don't get why they're so intent on making this mall cop <laughs> be the, the, the hand of all racism and i'm kind of where bill burr is why you keep acting like white people the only fucking racist people you couldn't have had a latino person that was racist if you wanted to showcase a racist character or better yet let's make black people racist too because lord knows claudette would have been throwing back some uh statements (laughs) by now like your pasty motherfucker yeah it's like, come on, make the shit more realistic, especially if it's way more of them than of you. You ain't gonna be acting this damn dumb, cause you gonna get your ass beat. And ain't nobody gonna say shit. <laughs> Everybody in the room is lying. So yeah, they're trying to make a president precedent for something that doesn't need to be your platform. You can they? They laid off a little bit in this episode i would say they took it back about five notches but there's still because there was a line where she was like as a black woman you don't need to announce what your race is we can see it we don't need to know ain't nobody trying to work for free and you ain't even giving me what I, the basic necessity of living and you want me to campaign for you everyone should have gave the fucking deuces including Ladonna. but i also am with you i know why she would try to do that she's kind of like i lived in both lives so I'm trying to just play the game to get what I need. But she also had to learn that lesson. that <laughs> It don't always work out in your favor. Um, and black or white. There's black and white people in this room. I get we're focused on the cast members that are black. But the diversity in this room is already there. So to make it a black or white issue doesn't matter anyone in this scenario would be pissed off. If anything, white people would be even more pissed off. <laughs> and you best believe they would have probably co-opted a few people on the, the... the... whatever. My thing is, it still doesn't feel like I got some of what I wanted, but it doesn't feel like an oversight from the government. Uh, it just seems and they continue to mention the mayor. Like, who gives a fuck about the mayor? <laughs> Not be a mayor level event he would not have a say in anything about what's going on except to be updated in his tweets by the president or whatever military commander is happy like the fbi would be here there'd be no fucking who cares about what they say to the mayor like the director of the fbi you now that makes sense uh i'm glad we all hate keisha because i can't stand keisha is just they named, tape, they, yeah, no, the act is not great, but it's not as worse as Soraya when she came in and said, hey, Jay. <laughs> it's like, come on, y'all. Y'all gotta read more than one test. I don't, I don't like the way Keisha is being portrayed as a character. Maybe her actor, her acting would improve upon the improvement of the character, but they don't seem to be doing anything with her other than blah and repeating whatever the government is saying and as a black woman like i said if you want to make things authentic make it from her being a fellow black woman to other black people why ain't you understanding it fucking all you only just got upset um Ladonna did look like she was from the 80s and now i just blame how she was dressed anyway on her mama because it seemed like she was picking out a nice uh (laughs) (laughs) not so showing all of my body's hyper outfit and her mama made her put on something different which was that pink dress uh and let's not even talk about the light skin dark skin uh thing let's let's not Mm -mm. that's a whole we can go into that on the jones chronicles (laughs) but the shit is real uh there there is this idea in black culture that light skin is prettier than dark skin and the reason why that is is um something called passing and that is deeply rooted in some choices that were made that uh, arose i mean even my mom's got ptsd and it's about the fact that her brother is lighter than her and her her other sister and brother. So he was treated differently even by the parent because he was light-skinned. So that shit goes deep. It goes really fucking deep. It's sad because I'm with you. Black is beautiful. It doesn't matter how black or how. Because then you always have the dark skin that absolutely hate light skin. Like they consider people like Tessa Thompson and Zendaya not real black people. Yeah. So... As I stated, Jones Chronicles. They better not put Andre and Shanice together because I'm not I'm not having it. He feels more in this episode. He felt more like her second command. They're the nurturers of the bunch. But any romantic feelings, like last week it seemed romantic, this week it did not. Don't do it. I'm right with you. Do not do it. He's way too fucking, I'm sorry. <laughs> it feels like he's 30 years older than even the oldest person in the room and those are our thoughts on the cw episode and that concludes our feedback if you want to join in the next episode blackercatch or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe and until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic